0: Hello and welcome to Season 2 of The Never Games. If you've listened before, you might already be able to tell. Things are going to be a little bit different this season. And if you haven't listened before, you've chosen the perfect place to start. We have all new games, a whole new format, and for some reason a phone number. So give us a call or find us anywhere you find podcasts give us a rating subscribe and find us on all of the social medias at the underscore never underscore games today's episode is a great one connor hates on brock Lesnar. trevor defends sweatpants and tom finds a crawl space in his apartment all that and lots more on today's episode season two episode one of the never games titled the advice is to fuck the mind flare
1: Welcome to season 2 everybody. We are at season 2 episode 1 of the Never Games. We're going to start this off real quick with a with a new game uh that is going to be trending through the rest of the season called Theme Between the Lines. This is a general quick trivia game, but each trivia round created by one of the hosts is going to have a sort of central theme behind it. This is season 2 episode 1. This is my episode, so I'm going to jump right in here with question 1. All right guys, the FX show Wilfred starred Elijah Wood as a depressed ex-lawyer named Ryan who befriends his neighbor's dog, Wilfred. Only to him, the dog appears as a fully-grown Australian man in a dog costume. What breed was Wilfred supposed to be? German Shepherd.
2: Well, there's... there's,
1: (laughs) Okay. A, Australian Sheepdog. B, a mutt mix of Labrador, German Shepherd, and part dingo. And C, Australian Cobber Dog. I'm
2: going to
3: go with B. Uh, Yeah, I'm feeling B too. Are all these real breeds? Did you just make up Cobber Dog or is that like a real breed? No, these are all
1: real real (laughs) breeds. Uh, Cobber uh, Dog is a a, uh, type of sort of Labradoodle mix. Uh,
3: I'm going to. I'll do A A sheepdog. Okay. Well, that is a point for
1: no one. The real answer is Australian Cobber Dog.
3: Oh, well, I thought he go. was
1: like a uh, a like total mutt. It's a bit of a it's a, a a bit of a trick question, somewhat, because there was an Australian version of the show in which he was a mix that included Dingo, one sixteenth Dingo, <laughs> to be specific. But the uh, the FX comedy version was an Australian cobber dog.
0: What a great show!
1: It was a great show. I loved that show. I love that show. But moving right along. Billy Boyd, who you may remember from Lord of the Rings uh, and also Master and Commander, uh, had a bit role in a 2020 Netflix series as a fictionalized version of Noel Coward, the famed Golden Era playwright, actor, and director. What show was that? Do you not have options for this one? I will also say this was talked about in season one.
2: Damn. I'm uh, I'm having a really um, hard time with this one because... I don't know several of the references that you made. Yeah, none of those words up. landed. Oh, the actor yeah, name man. didn't Endol, sound familiar. Yeah, the...
0: yeah what's Lord Endol of the Rings? Noel Coward.
1: He was a, a, a famous like golden era, uh, like golden era of like Hollywood and screen. Uh, he was a playwright, an actor, a director, a composer. He was a big deal. Uh, Billy Boyd was uh, in Master and Commander. He was also Merry. No, he was Pippin in um, Lord of the Rings. Again, oh, this was talked about, and it starred uh, Jim Parsons
2: as yes, well as uh, Darren Chris. The Hollywood Show. Uh, oh. I'm gonna just say it was called Hollywood. I'm gonna give that to uh, I'm gonna
1: give that to Tom as he was the first to get it. The show was called Hollywood. Yeah. You oh. see,
3: my issue is the the secret meeting of famous Knowles hasn't happened this month yet. Uh, I could you're have right. talked to the, Yeah
2: that's fair that's that, totally all, fair all, all all, although it's not mean. fair because it was several months ago that he probably <laughs> over a year beginning over beginning ago that he filmed that. it so yeah. like it's not news <laughs> also
1: Noel coward is no longer alive so let's let's just no let's but it's, it's, <laughs> like, it's
3: like it's like hogwarts he's still there
1: oh it's he's a like a talking floating thing. Thing. i got yeah. it i got you that's fair
4: all
1: right so that's uh tom with one point and trevor and noel with none next question in abc's critically acclaimed drama lost Dominic Monaghan portrayed Charlie, a recovering heroin addict who wound up on the plane after attempting to convince his brother to reform their punk band. What was the name of that band?
4: Oh, a,
1: God. A. Stratton. <sighs> B. Driveshaft. C. Crank.
3: Driveshaft.
1: Driveshaft. We got two for
2: Driveshaft.
0: That, that was a lot of confidence. I'm going to agree with them. I've never seen the show. Oh, so. That's...
2: Never seen the show either
0: wait change my mind i'm gonna go crank
1: okay trevor's gonna go crank well you should have stuck with driveshaft
4: shit it was in fact driveshaft
1: uh the initials ds actually the reason i put in stratton is because they named the the their band after their grandfather whose name was dexter stratton so ds yeah that's how that happened
4: yep anyway
1: (laughs) final question In season two of Stranger Things, Bob Newby gives Will a nugget of advice to help him deal with his very real fear of the mind flare. What advice does he give Will? A, close your eyes and tell yourself it's not real. B, ignore it so it has no power over you. And C, face it head on and tell it to go away.
0: Pretty sure I know the answer here.
1: C. Tom says C. I'm
0: pretty confident in mine. I'll I'll let Noel answer first.
3: Ooh. C, f- C, fuck it. Yeah, C. <laughs> I mean, that's not, that's not what you should do. Yes, the advice is to is to fuck
1: it, is to fuck the Mind Flayer. And then you'll get over your fear because you have dominated it.
4: <laughs>
1: yes, you all got the answer correct. It is C, uh, face it head geez. on and tell it to go away, which doesn't work out too great for Will because it fucking possesses him and shit. Him. Um, yeah,
2: also, he, the, the guy who gives him that advice is killed. Yeah, he He's gets the only eventually. main cast member that dies that season. I'm pretty yep. sure. <laughs>
1: yep. There's always one, but yeah, that has been the first round of Theme Between the Lines, and that first round goes to Tom
4: with three oh. points. Hoop,
2: champion of season oh. one, first point of season two. God damn it! No one, no one is amused by that except for me. So, yep. so now, yeah.
3: now is when we start season two.
2: That's, yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. It starts. That now. was a
0: that was a fun warm up round, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that was just a warm up.
3: Uh, but
1: folks, again, there is a uh, theme between the lines there. If you think you know the theme of the questions this week, reach out to us on social media at the underscore never underscore games. You can also email us at hello at dot com. If you get it right, you will get a shout out on next week's episode.
0: Awesome. And welcome to the Never Games. My name is Trevor. I am the CEO of Stickerbox Studios and the producer here at the Never Games.
2: My name is Tom O'Brien. Uh, as previously stated, I am king of season one. Bow before me.
0: We'll cut out the bows.
1: Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll cut out all the bows. I am Connor Provost. Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm just happy to be here. You know, it's feeling good. <laughs>
3: and my name is Nolan McInnes. And I'm also ignoring connor's sweet babies just like himself and i'm still a captain of the blue team
1: <laughs> dude that was rude
3: well you didn't say anything
1: uh, they know they're here that's why i'm happy to be here okay because <laughs> you're finally <laughs> back with your sweet babies oh
3: and we're back <laughs> we're back it's been a little bit it's been some time yeah, we took a couple yeah. of weeks
1: off here yeah sort of i mean we still technically
0: yeah What's been going on? What's uh... We uh,
2: did a dry January together. <laughs> it is yeah. now February. With the exception of Connor's birthday, did anybody make it through dry January? Nope.
0: I, I did it wrong. I thought we were doing from Connor's birthday through February. Oh, well. Because I haven't drank since then. I drank a lot in January.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I also well, drank quite a
2: bit in January regardless of whether it was before or after i drank a fair amount we all did real good huh
1: yeah
0: yeah right
1: well like we were supposed we were supposed to start that and like a couple days later like a friend of mine that i haven't seen for like nine months was like hey i'm gonna be in dc and i was like cool i can't have fun (laughs) and then i decided that i was gonna have fun instead
2: i think it was january 2nd (laughs) you said a facebook message you were like Guys, I did a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, it was about that early. It was about that early. And we were all just like, guess what? We don't care. Yeah, like, right. Yeah, go have
1: go have fun. That's what made me like, yeah. I, I took I very much took that to heart.
0: <laughs> I actually after we recorded Connor's birthday thing, I finished all of the alcohol that I had and then me and my girlfriend went to the store and got more. Hey <laughs> True <laughs> American.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Despite how much effort I put in, I I would say that I was fairly coherent for most of the recording of that episode.
3: Uh, yeah, and then yeah, I'm kind of disappointed in how little we drank. <laughs>
1: right, and then but then my buddy, my buddy, shout out to Brian Jones, but he came over and we played some, some video games and we drank a whole lot more. And apparently, I got in like an hour and a half of video games. Then I just put the controller down and was like, "I'm done. Let's watch a movie." Did you
2: did you you watch uh, Across the Universe, which you had rented the night before? Yeah.
1: (laughs) No, I I apparently had watched that that like the night that I rented it, but I just don't remember doing that. (laughs) I woke up to the receipts, being like, "Oh, I guess I did this." Oh (laughs) my god! If only
3: I had that same story when I watched Across the Universe, because I remembered it. I didn't like it.
1: I love Across the Universe. I don't like Across the Universe. Great, but you know what I do like is games i yeah. also like games yeah
2: we should play another game that's Let's do that. what we're here yeah. for right Yeah, it is my week
0: to play game Ooh. and to play game uh trevor play <laughs> yeah. game good
2: you guys can't do, see me do a shimmy but i did a shimmy <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm really excited about this game mostly about the name of it yep. um, As, of
2: course, yeah of course the very uh very the, on brand the
3: season changes we are sleeker faster and stronger yet Trevor's still all about the names. Yeah. You know, you need to have some
0: things carry over. Yeah. So, this is another one I came up with the name first, but I think that this is a really good game.
2: Before you say it, is it one of the titles that we played um that we heard during <laughs> Connor's birthday?
0: No, I had the title and I knew that I wanted to play it for this episode, so uh, I didn't say it. Okay. Good one.
2: Sneaky, Sneaky bastard. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. So the uh the way that this game is gonna be played is I am gonna give you a couple of different details about the cover of a dvd oh fuck yeah from that cover you are going to have to decipher whether that is the cover of a porno or of a wwe
1: dvd
2: (laughs) oh god
1: (laughs) i I rescind my fuck yeah
0: the name of this game is pnv or wwe
3: God. Oh, yeah That's that's that sure is a name. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. yeah. Trevor loves that one. I, well, I'm yeah, really yeah, sorry yeah, to hear, really hear that do. Fiona left you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Oh, All right. Okay.
0: Let's jump right in. All right. So first off, we're gonna go with. Okay, so I'll, be, I'll have about two to four descriptions. I, I tried to find as much as I could without giving it completely away. Mm-hmm. This first one, the title is Trish and Lita. On the cover, there are two women, one in very revealing leather, the other one in a torn fishnet shirt. The tagline is best friends, better rivals. Is this WWE or PNV?
2: I'm going to say that it's WWE in part, uh, and let me give you my two reasons. One is that uh, if it was a woman wearing a just a fishnet shirt with nothing else, I don't think that that, could, like, that, that would be too explicit for the cover. And two, that given, given the title, it would not be PNV. To begin with, P and V is loose.
0: It's, it's very loosely. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
3: um, I am going Medicated. to say God damn it. WWE because I have never, in my years, seen the cover of a porno before. It's, but you have yeah. seen the cover of a. <laughs>
4: wwe
2: dvd (laughs) okay Uh, when you
3: say it like that (laughs) i might have seen maybe one more cover of a wwe one than a porno uh cover
2: i honestly i didn't know they made wwe dvds it's like Um, the summer of course they do best of
3: summer 1998
2: like all the summer slams and the royal rumbles and all that
3: stuff and the hell in a cell yeah. Um, On the cell? yeah,
1: so I'm going to go with WWE yeah. because I know for a fact that this is documenting the long-standing rivalry between Trish Stratus and Lita, <laughs> who uh, hung out with the uh, Hardy God. Boys.
4: Damn it. Yeah. Uh,
0: all right, see, the one issue I was going to have with this game is if Connor knew everything about the WWE. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you should stop using names, bud.
0: Um, okay, I will stop using
1: names. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> the the second you said Lita, I was like, yep.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that's a point to everybody, so it's a wash. Moving on, round number two. On this cover, there are four young shirtless men. Behind them stands an older man wearing a kimono. The title is Day of Reckoning. Is it WWE or PNV?
4: Mm. I'm going to say
2: V. <laughs>
3: It sounds like a weird, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles porno.
2: Yeah, I for for at first I forgot what the the question of the game was, and I was like, yeah, this is a Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like definitely a kimono.
1: Yeah,
0: hundred percent. You're going P and V null.
4: Yeah.
1: I feel like it's probably P and V, but it could actually be WWE. The dude in the kimono could be. I'm gonna go WWE. I'm gonna say the dude in the kimono is Ric Flair.
3: Does he have like a like a personal kimono? Like is that one? He always came
1: out in like big robes and shit, and he was like an old guy. He like started wrestling when he was like 45. (laughs) The nature boy. I do
0: not know who that is, and you might be right that it's him on the cover. It is
3: WWE though. That's that's another point to Connor.
1: I'm going to look it up right now.
3: I was just trying to think of the TMNT porn name. Like, you know how they always do a funny name, and all I had in my head was Teton Mean Age Needle Teetles. Oh, I love that meme (laughs) so much. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, round number three.
0: So on this cover, there is a woman who has a man pinned down to a mat.
4: Yeah,
2: that could
0: be The man is fighting to get free. The name of the DVD is Fight Domination.
2: Uh, I'm gonna go P and V
1: again. I, like, feel I feel like, like this... this has to be P and V, right?
2: Yeah, that like, there's no way that you're gonna give us a wrestling thing that is that straightforward wrestling.
3: And that's the only title is Fight Domination. Fight Domination. There's nothing else on it.
1: Ah, uh, it is. It is Ric Flair. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's all about fucking. Uh,
2: <sighs> never mind. No, it's not P and V. It's WWE. Uh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, um this 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 is this ha- this feels like too
1: obviously like a, a fighting thing for it to not be not that like it. Now has I to feel be the B&B. same way,
2: but let me give a counterpoint here: Is Trevor preying on the fact that we will be like, no, of course this is too obviously wrestling? Go with P and V. That is, and true. be like, haha, it is wrestling. That is true. Is he playing mind games with us? I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna go WWE. What was what was the title again?
1: Fight domination. Fight dominate.
2: Yeah, that's that's P, That's got
4: to be P I V.
0: I. I don't know. Flip a coin. So Tom, you said WWE. Yes. Connor, you said P and v. I said the P and the V. All right. I'm gonna and go Noel? WWE. All right. Another point to Connor. Ugh. That is a porno.
2: I just thought you were being tricksy, (laughs) but I gave you too much credit.
0: Okay. Up next, this cover, I can't give you the title on this one. This cover has 29 people Photoshopped together. Many of them are wearing leather, and at least eight of them do not have a shirt on. The tagline is, too big for just one night.
3: Yeah, this is my favorite Polyphonic Spree album. That's a, a poly.
0: <laughs> that's a often.
3: Is it fitting... a polyphonics spree <laughs> reference? No. <Noel? laughs> yeah, that's a that's an often successful polyphonic spree reference there.
1: <laughs> Too big for just one night. The only thing I can think of with that many people is a Royal Rumble, but that's thirty-two
3: people. Is that like a standard number
1: for Royal Rumbles? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. But yeah. It's a, it's, it's, it's always,
2: a multiple of two. It's always it's thirty-two. A, yeah.
4: And, how, so many are the co- and how many
3: are in the cover, Trevor?
0: There are 29.
3: That doesn't divvy
1: up. And you're positive about that? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to go WWE. I can't no? think of what main event would have stretched over two, two nights in the WWE.
3: I'm just thinking if a porno was stretched over two nights with 29 people, it's still going to be really a lot. You're not going (laughs) to help that much. I'm going to say it's WWE. Okay. Like, if it was a porno, that would have to be, like, a week-long thing, and I don't
4: think... You know
1: what? I think I'm also going to go with WWE, and I'm going to guess that it's, like, a SmackDown versus a Raw thing. Final answers? Yeah. 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 It is WWE.
0: It is WrestleMania 2000. WrestleMania 2000 was two days? Apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Or
2: more.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
0: it's three
2: discs so alright I did not think you said discs at first (laughs) (laughs) that's fair that's very fair
1: (laughs) alright
0: last one Connor has a chance to sweep fuck first bonus point of the season wow (laughs) so this one The, the tagline reads he stole from the wrong man he slept with the wrong woman Now he better not make the wrong move. The title is The Big Hustle. On the cover, there is a close-up of an angry-looking man and a woman lounging on a couch. Is this WWE or PNV?
1: (laughs) I think this is the mind trick that he's trying to play because this feels very obviously a porn to me, and I cannot think of anything that would make this not a porn.
3: All I'm picturing, I could not get Adam Sandler out of my head when you he were <laughs> <Why>? describing it. Why?
2: <laughs> Rab Schneider. <Yes. laughs> the stapler. Uh,
3: the big hustle. <laughs> yeah, the big hustle
2: star. Big hustle. I feel like this is a porn parody. Uh, I'm going P and V. Yeah, I'm, I,
1: it, I, I think P and V.
2: Connor, I don't know whether I want to be right or if I want to be wrong. Now but Connor and I agree.
3: <laughs> i'm also worried that it's like a pnv starring rick flair
4: oh god
3: <laughs> is, is there any cross it's gonna say like cross pollination between these two genres no, i wish you would
1: choose a different term <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs>
3: yeah, oh, all right god. no what's the answer yeah answer? let's do what'd you guys say you guys said both wwe
4: no we both said um, the opposite of that
3: okay i'm gonna say wwe all right. That's a point to Tom and Connor and a yes! sweep
0: for Connor bonus point off the top. Woo! I've got three quick other ones that I, I didn't use because they weren't as as good. One of them is it, just called Kurt Angle, the essential collection.
1: <laughs> that is that is WWE. Yeah.
0: Honestly, that surprises me. Next up, I've got there's a woman in a leotard using exercise equipment. And the tagline reads, "Her routine is hardly routine."
2: That's gotta be P and V. It is. (laughs) And then, (laughs) if uh, I sweep the the bonuses, can I get an extra point?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, these ones—they—they weren't like they were too clear in (sighs) my mind. The last one is the title is "Beast in the East," and there's a large shirtless man standing behind the silhouette of two Japanese houses. (laughs)
1: <laughs> WWE. <laughs> I think WWE.
0: Noel, what's your guess on that?
3: Uh, yeah, PNV. <laughs> it's WWE. Uh, <laughs> Beast in the East? Who the fuck could that be? Is Rick Flair? He likes
1: Some his very colonos. large shirtless man. <laughs> when you say but, large, you mean like rotund or you mean like muscular? Muscular. I knew it. It's fucking... Um, uh, it. I hate him so much. He's a piece of shit. Uh, Future friend Brock. of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Brock. Brock Lesnar.
3: I hate him. It's probably not best to say Uh-oh. the name after you said. Oh, okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he's coming uh, for you now. Yeah. Uh, but
0: congratulations, Connor. Bonus point. Somehow, I'm already two points behind.
3: <laughs> I Thank am, you. I am continuing my. <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh, let's uh, let's jump into a quick break.
2: We'll be right back. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Today's episode of the Never Games is brought to you by Clark's. Clark's story began almost 200 years ago when Cyrus and James Clark made a slipper from a sheepskin. At the time, it was groundbreaking. A combination of invention and craftsmanship that's remained at the heart of what Clark's does. From the beginning, Clarks has always thought differently. Brilliant ideas are what set Clarks apart. We're teaming up with Clarks and Podgo to bring up to 30% off on select items, including on the iconic Clarks Desert Boot, by going to podgo.co slash Clarks. That's podg dot C-O slash Clarks. Hey everyone,
3: just a quick reminder if you know the theme to this week's theme Between the Lines, uh, give us a shout on the Never Games, any of our social media at the underscore never underscore games. We'll be announcing the winners of this week's theme Between the Lines next week. Uh, just give us a shout out on any of our social medias or email us at hello at the Dot .com. .com.
0: <laughs> I don't have that word. <laughs>
2: I realized i was wearing a maroon shirt and a maroon hoodie and i looked at myself in the mirror like right before we started this and i was like ah, oh, i look like an asshole it doesn't like it didn't matter when i was just around the house today but now other people are gonna see me and
1: with the the video quality of your camera the yeah. it like blends very well into the wood of your bed frame <laughs> so i just
4: assumed
1: that you were like you know part mahogany. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my warmest pair of sweatpants and my warmest sweatshirt are both just like the greyest grey and I routinely just walk around looking like a storm cloud.
1: Is that a comment on your mood or your your fashion? <laughs> <laughs> Little yeah. both. no it's got to be at least both. <laughs> I got to be honest, I don't like sweatpants.
3: That is no, the I wrong have, I have like a uh, pair of like like fleece pants, but but that's Yeah, it. I got
1: like comfy like sort of those thin, are just like my warm like, pajama pants, but they're not sweatpants. Yeah. Like actual oh, like, yeah. thick sweatpants fabric. Like, I don't like it. Oh, I love it. I
2: don't like sweatpants either. I, the only time I wear sweatpants, I wear them occasionally when it's like below 20 and I'm going on a walk. Hmm. I'll put them on as an extra layer of pants over my jeans.
1: Over I think your you jeans. Just, oh, you should put them under the jeans. The jeans are going to be better than that cotton. Well, no, I've got another pair of pants under the jeans. Jesus. What? Where do you live? just get Uh, like snow pants man yeah
2: (laughs) i don't know going for like a three mile walk through the snow like yeah i think 15 degree weather yeah if you just had snow pants though
3: you're just wearing a sponge over your pants (laughs) tom what have you done (laughs) i invested in three really high
0: quality pairs of sweatpants right at the start of the quarantine and it's the best money i've ever spent
2: what about Litecoin?
0: <laughs> wow. we're we're still waiting on that to really take
3: off right uh but with so, that so trevor can buy his next pair of sweatpants yeah
1: yeah <laughs> really banking on that next 250 and fifty dollar pair yeah. of sweatpants
2: yeah. the oh. musk
3: sweatpants
2: noel you uh i think you got uh some multimedia minute you want to talk about this week
3: So, for like the past, I don't know, month at least, uh, since we had our last Multimedia Minute, I have been playing either things I've played before and talked about, or things like I got started, uh, again, it's a Red Dead Redemption 2, that everyone has absolutely talked about it, so I didn't really want to waste any time on that. So I went back to um, one of my favorite games of all time, and it's called What Remains of Edith Finch. Uh, are you guys familiar with this one at all? Or?
1: No. I feel like I've no. heard of it.
3: Yeah. So it is a linear story game, um, adventure game, uh, done by. Giant Sparrow? John, don't, thank you, Connor. Done by Giant Sparrow. Um, this is their second game they have ever, ever done, and it is mind blowing. Um, you play as Edith Finch, who I'm pretty sure is roughly 18 years old, and she's going back to her, um, childhood home because she is the last one of her family alive Um, and she's trying to figure out all these sort of rumors or mysteries about her family trying to figure out why everyone is dead Um, there have been talks about a uh, like a weird family curse that the great-great-grandfather left Norway to sail uh, him and his family and his house to America to just escape the curse. Um, But apparently, they they just haven't outran it yet. Um, It sounds
0: like um, holes mixed with up. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of.
2: When you said holes, I was like, okay, I'll go with this. Old family
0: Um, curse. The grandfather moved their house.
3: Yeah. Balloons. Oh. My okay, God. So. I mean, all of this is in the is basically just <laughs> setting up the entire story. Christ. You're Trevor. welcome, Connor. Trevor so. <laughs> had to
2: make a reference that involved two movies he's actually seen. Yeah. That was the closest he could get. Now he only has seven
3: more movies in his hopper. Yeah. Um, so the base the basis of what remains of Edith Finch is you pretty much go into all these um all of your siblings' bedrooms that have been locked up when that when they died and mm-hmm. each chapter is reliving a moment of that sibling's uh, life, and ultimately the moment of their death. And each mm-hmm. bedroom is like a, an extreme personification of that sibling. They're all extremely well done. Um, e- each one is as different as the next. And the house uh, is kind of built in this way, where they have this house, they ran out of room, in the house to store siblings. So they just added like sort of these tiny houses, like towered on top of each other one after one, um, which I just, I huh. can't get enough of that design. It's so cool. And yeah, as you, you know, keep going to, uh, to your different siblings rooms, you sort of uncover more and more and sort of fill out the lineage uh, more directly than what you've heard. Um, beyond that, I don't really think I can explain anymore without getting all spoilery. But yeah, it's a very good game, especially if you like those linear story-driven games like Firewatch or Night in the Woods or Oxenfree or anything like that. Um,
1: So so it's like an exploration, like sort of story-driven thing. Like it doesn't sound like there's like too much action happening. It's more just like uncovering the story.
3: Right. It's it's almost exclusively uncovering the story. Um, Cool. Yeah, it's not for everyone. Like if you know you don't like that, you're just not going to like it um it it is a fairly quick play though i kind of took my time because uh, i didn't really want to leave the house because i was i was just digging it so much uh <laughs> and i finished it in about three hours but if you are kind of interested but you don't really want to play you know three hours worth of video game uh look up the full walkthrough on youtube and it's about an hour and a half and it's probably better than most uh movies out on netflix hmm. um yeah, yeah but if you want it it's on everything uh, for 20 bucks and it's free on xbox game pass as well
4: neat
2: cool. i um what this really reminds me of is the house of eternal returns i don't know if you guys are familiar with this
4: no no
2: there is this anarchist arts collective in santa fe new mexico that does all of this crazy modern art interactive shit and they got a whole bunch of money from jrr R. martin because uh, he likes oh, supporting artists okay. in yeah. in Santa Fe, they bought a bowling alley, and they've turned it into this giant interactive house. So the the narrative is that there's this family that um, are all like super geniuses, and the uncle rips a hole in space time. So <laughs> you start in like you do. <laughs> you go in, and you're just looking at this giant Victorian house, whatever. Um, And then you go in and, like, if you open up the door to the fridge, it's not a fridge. It's a tunnel that leads you, like, to an intergalactic travel agency. You can, like, climb into the, the washing machine and slide down a slide and go into, like, a crystal cavern. And, like, there's just all of this stuff. But the whole thing is that there's clues hidden everywhere as to, like how this happened to the house how uh-huh. each family member like engages so like i at one point went through out an entire actual computers worth of files to read like uh science logs and stuff like that that were recorded by the grandfather i found the the code to a safe that i like <laughs> had to find on the other side of the building to like open it and find like journals there was, like, a uh, a cult pamphlet in one of the rooms that had, like, writing in the margins. Like, it's this crazy, amazing interactive. Uh, again, the collective's name is called Meow Wolf, and the thing is called the House of Eternal Returns.
3: Huh. So, yeah, actually, Tom, it's kind of funny you brought that up, because that's one of the issues I had with uh, Edith Finch was. If you played it, you would have, like, 100% of it the first time through, like, it kind of you know, spoon-feeds you information at times. I was really hoping with all the, you know, architectural, um, you know, details in the house that there would be more secrets. That's kind of one of the bigger themes in the game is because the builder of the house, uh, her great-great-grandfather, built in all these, like, secret passageways to different rooms and alternate, you know, entrances and exits, but then everything else was just, you know, there. Mm -hmm. but it was still really good. I was kind of nitpicky at that, but yeah, um, Eurogamer calls it creepy and unsettling with a heaping dose of whimsy and wonder. And it is exactly that.
1: Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it's pretty, pretty engrossing as far as just like an atmosphere and set design and all that stuff.
3: Yeah. And like I said, just, just watch the playthrough and it's, I, I did that today, not, you know, having time to play it and it still holds up, you know, even as I guess a movie
4: cool
2: that's that's cool i think that there's it's a it's a valuable space for there to be games that are that short of a play time
4: oh yeah um, definitely. like there yeah.
2: there are so many games that are like 80 hours 100 hours 250 right. hours a thousand hours that you can put into this thing like not everything needs to be skyrim like right. give me yeah. something i can do in an afternoon
1: right i i mean i think i think games like that serve that purpose where it's just it's solely like exploration and discovery like mm-hmm. i I think that I think anything like that it should be on un- it should be under like five hours max you know after that you just kinda like you can't you can't maintain that level of interest at least in my yeah. opinion um without or it's it's very without hard to some do breaking yeah. up of the of the quote unquote action as it were,
4: yeah,
1: if the main action is like move to here and read this book. <laughs>
3: So yeah, and that's been your multimedia minute. All right,
2: that sounds really cool. I'll have to check that
1: out. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I'm definitely gonna get that and try
2: it out. Let's go ahead and jump into what I think is our last game of the night. Yeah, is our new a new game for us that we're gonna be doing for the next couple of weeks at least uh, that we're calling Stump the Expert. works is that um, each week one of us will be an expert and will have a topic on which they claim to be an expert and the other three will have an opportunity to try and think of questions to stump that expert so uh, i'm gonna go first and uh, a couple weeks ago when we first started talking about this we decided that uh, i am an expert at uh, simpsons quotes so you guys have had a couple of weeks to talk amongst yourselves and discuss ways that you can think you can stump me on completing a quote when the quote takes place stuff like that within the first 15 seasons of the simpsons which i'm beginning to regret but we'll see how i do amount yeah that is that is a that
1: is a a large amount Uh, i'm gonna be completely (laughs) honest mine Mine isn't necessarily a quote, oh, but thank I think God. it's something. Okay, yeah, mine is not a quote.
0: <laughs> I thought I thought we were just doing this. I didn't realize it was specified. Oh, to quotes. I was no, that's fine. So <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. Give it to
1: me. I, I think it's so, something that I will. I will say also that my roommate is. Uh, when I brought this up to my roommate because I knew that he liked The Simpsons, he was like, "I would fucking crush that dude," because he's apparently <laughs> he was apparently like like worshipped the simpsons when he was a kid (laughs) so So, for a
0: quick lead-in for noel and connor yes tom and i would play this game in chicago where i would just go hey tom season four episode 13
3: what is it oh no i think my question's too easy (laughs) oh mine might be too easy then
1: (laughs) do you have that answer tom
2: Uh season four, episode thirteen. I'm really see, this is the thing, is Trevor's always like, Let me give you an episode number. I don't know them by their fucking episode number. If if you tell me the name of the uh gen general like name of the episode, I will tell you the entire plot of that episode. Okay. Uh (laughs) (laughs) so I'm gonna say
1: uh let's okay. So the last episode of season eight. The
2: last episode of season eight is that Who Shot Mr. Burns part one?
1: No, it is not. I was <laughs> going to give you the episode title, but since you just said that, like, if I give you the title, you can give me the entire plot, I'm not going to do that. So, the very last episode of Season 8, uh, Marge tricks Bart into going somewhere by promising him that she's taking him somewhere else. This is at the behest of Officer Wiggum, because of Bart acting up and being Bart. I need you to name both where she takes him and where she promises to take him instead.
3: I'm I'm so excited for this game. I love this already. Right.
2: <laughs> okay. Let's see. This is a very similar situation to one that happens many seasons later in which Bart gets fat because they had a vending machine to the school and they <laughs> send him to fat camp. Um,
1: Damn it, I don't know. Well, I'll give you. I'll I'll say this. She takes him to uh, a military school. I need the name of that school and where she promises to take him instead.
2: Okay. Yeah. So this is I. This is the episode where Bar goes to military school. He does surprisingly well at it. Lisa also joins military school. Yep. Uh, she struggles. They they bond. They have to empty out an entire barracks Because they've never had a women's barracks before uh, Which uh, Leads to the, the quote of You boys will have to bunk with Company L And one of the kids goes Company L, but they smell
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, So she tells them that She tells them that she's taking them Somewhere else, but she brings them to that school Where does she tell them she's going to take them
2: And what is the name of the school Fuck me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't know the name of the school, and I think that it's like Camp Krusty that she says they're going to. But
1: uh, It's Disneyland, is what she says she's going to. They actually name Disneyland? They do, yeah. <laughs> wow. And uh, the name of the school is Rommelwood
2: Military School. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Right, I'm terrified so to play this Connor, game. <laughs> so the, the way that the point structure of this game is going to go is that if I get all of the questions, if the expert gets all of the questions, they get one point. But if somebody stumps the the expert, they get a point. So Connor has just gotten himself a point, right. and yeah, meant that I will not get any points for this game.
0: <laughs> all right, Tom. Since you've now said that episode numbers are not, I, I must be misremembering that
1: game. We
2: no that was the before. game you played okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> i also do remember him saying when we set this up that like we can't be like what's this episode title because he doesn't know the titles
4: yeah oh
3: really
1: <laughs> well um, i would
2: just watch them on tv i don't like i right. don't know yeah, who the voice thing. actors really... are
3: i don't yeah they never title <laughs> so, the episodes or anything right like, well they do title they do them, title they just... right but, but it's like, not on, like, on the not, front not on credits screen. yeah, yeah.
0: So my question actually has to do with a couch gag. Okay. But it has to do with which episode the couch gag came from. Oh. So if you can, you can give me any details about what the episode is. It doesn't have to be specifically the episode name or the number, but can you tell me which episode the couch gag where the family walks into the living room and it's an M.C. Escher style version of the living room?
2: okay um mc escher is probably now here's the thing they used that couch gag twice both happen i think in season
4: 12 who um fact checkers are checking yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh i uh
2: i can't remember which episode it's attached to though
0: no?
1: Uh, it's uh. it's according to simpsons.fandom.com, that, that couch gag was used four times.
0: Yeah. Whoa. Um, I was looking for the, the first one, because I did not see that it was used more than once. But it is from Season 6, Episode 12,
4: which is
2: okay. entitled Homer the Great. Which is the episode in which Homer makes a baseball bat out of a tree branch? But then Daryl Strawberry takes his position on the plant softball team. <laughs>
4: it,
2: Sounds good to uh... me. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is actually, there's also, so part of that plot is that uh, Mr. Burns gets ringers for all of the positions on the baseball team. One of which is Sammy Sosa. No, not Sammy Sosa. Uh, Jose Canseco? So he, he shows up and he gets uh, Radiation poisoning from working at the plant And there's an Implication that he's going to die And then like 20 years later He p- appears again after ha- becoming a Baseball coach And the and Marge is like wait Didn't you get radiation poisoning From working at our nuclear plant And he's like yeah that's how I got my Super managing powers <laughs> <laughs> Alright Noel what's uh, your, what's your all question Alright
3: yes Homer does have a long list of inventions to his name, but he is not the only in- modern inventor in Springfield. Which one of these inventions was not created by Homer Simpson? Okay. The, la- the Lazy Man Toilet Seat, which is a recliner with a hole in the ass part of it.
2: That was definitely Homer. Uh, well, I'm not done
3: yet. <laughs> <laughs> this is me bragging. <laughs> Hamburger earmuffs. <laughs> also Homer. Everything's okay alarm uh yep. blair-
2: <laughs> this will sound every four <laughs> seconds yeah, <it> blair- <laughs> if everything is okay
3: i clearly don't need to read that description and the last <laughs> one is the miracle spino spinosyndol- cylinder. the miracle spino
2: cylinder oh well it's got to be that one because <laughs> yeah. uh the yeah the toilet with a hole in it um no the the the, the recliner
3: with a hole in it
2: Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. All oh, toilets have a hole in it. Uh the recliner with a hole in it is uh the everything's okay alarm and no hamburger earmuffs is um Professor Frank with uh well they're trying to figure out the pickle matrix. These bad boys will be on shelves.
3: <laughs> uh you know what? I'm going to I'm going to so, give yeah. that to you 100%. Um Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Frank said that you could mix any two things together to f- uh, to form an invention. So Homer said pickle or hamburger earmuffs. Frank already had made these and said they would soon be on the shelves, while Homer was still tinkering with the quote pickle matrix. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, uh, this has well been stumped, played, the expert. Uh, I have yeah. been
3: stumped. Yeah, not, I... a, not completely
2: though
1: uh still like displayed an impressive knowledge of the the simpsons (laughs) just not the specific things that we chose
2: yeah Uh, my my simpsons knowledge has definitely faded considerably so i love
3: how i'm not sure what the rest of y'all's uh categories are going to be for this game but i love how we can proudly walk away with being an expert at a thing that's really only useful in like bar trivias oh yeah. and like and <laughs> nowhere else on the planet of earth you
0: know it's funny you say that because i'm next week and i'll let you guys know what my expertise is in it will not help me in any bar trivia God
3: damn boston bruins i'm gonna lose my shit it's no, you see, i was gonna
0: i was gonna go with the boston bruins but then i realized that the amount of knowledge the amount of like weird stats and numbers and people and right.
3: everything involved with it. Is Bergeron, Patrice Bergeron's much. second uncle named. <laughs> well,
1: Jerry, I don't think we would allow Jerry's that question to go through. No.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> so my expertise is in Connor got it. It's dorm life.
1: I fucking knew it was going to be,
0: I'm going to say the series, uh, well, I As think that I do. What? I do know a very lot about the people involved. I think I'm going to limit it to just the the two seasons of
1: the web series. So quotes, events, plot points, relationships, just anything involving the characters and the events of dorm life. Not about the actors.
2: Yeah. So we have and to find none things... of the behind the scenes stuff. None of the like yeah. None of the, the extra the video stuff.
3: I feel like we, I feel like we need to open it up because. Tom just said 15 seasons of a show, and you're saying an hour and 10 minutes of a series. I'm fine it, with it. I like
2: 15 seasons of a show minutes. was a loss.
3: 400 of minutes.
0: 400-ish. I think 406 Jeez. is the runtime. Yeah, 15 seasons
1: longer. of a of a show is. I, I think you've got that wrong, Noel. 15 seasons of a show is too big. <laughs> <Yeah>. Too <It's tubo>. big. <laughs> yeah, I think this is about the. the, the an, this is an appropriate size, probably. <laughs> Yeah, four hundred minutes. This means I have Wikipedia. to watch the entire thing.
0: That was the only reason I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's all
1: available on YouTube. Yeah, how can we find yep. it? Okay. Uh
0: YouTube.com slash this is dormlife, I believe. Let me Yeah. This is Dorm Life is the YouTube channel and they have two playlists. They're the first uh playlist that they posted, so they'll be at the end of their like playlist page. Okay. Uh, one will say season one is one. It says season two. Cool. Total of forty-six episodes. It's the greatest thing that's ever been created. Well, wow. I pretty look great. forward to answering all of your questions correct next week.
2: That's how I <laughs> felt. All right. Uh, uh Before we before we move off of Simpsons, I do want to ask you guys a question. Some quick some quick math here. Oh God, so, Simpsons math. There are currently thirty-two seasons of The Simpsons. How many episodes do you think there have been?
1: Thirty-two. I'm, I'm, I'm just using a calculator. I'm not. I'm not cheating. Just getting the calculator. Uh, thirty-two
3: over.
2: Thirty-two. You said. Yep, thirty-two seasons.
3: I'm gonna say whatever thirty-two over twenty-five episodes a year is. Eight hundred. Knock, knock a few off for.
1: That's also measure. what I did. I, that's also what I did, and uh, I, I think I, I, I'm saying eight hundred.
2: Okay. I'm gonna yeah. go.
0: I'm gonna say it's over a thousand. I think like eleven 1, hundred.
2: Okay, uh, six hundred and ninety-five. Wow,
1: still yeah. so many. Are you, are you, yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Were the first but... couple seasons like not episode heavy? Were the first couple seasons like not that much until they got like more funding and stuff? Yeah, it
2: must uh, have been no, like I think the th- so. the very first season was a half season. But the thing that really cuts down on their episodes per season is that oh, it's it they aired Sunday night.
3: Yeah. And so oh, they were right. frequently oh, preempted by yeah. football. That makes and, sense. yeah. That Or whatever. Like, whenever, because Fox was a major, um, like, one of the major networks for the, the MLB playoffs. So whenever there oh, was yeah. a game, any time. They got preempted just, a lot.
4: Yeah.
1: Oh, already. Well shit let's hope we have just as many uh episodes as the simpsons do someday (laughs) yeah uh
2: and and god if we got
3: preempted by the m by the mlb playoffs that would be a
2: fucking trip especially (laughs) since we don't have a specific time slot uh
1: so this (laughs) (laughs) so this episode of the never games is uh actually brought to you by the mlb playoffs are they gonna happen are sports real does anything exist anymore We
2: don't know. (laughs) Today's episode of The Never Games is also brought to you by Microsoft Minesweeper. Yeah. You remember that shit? When was the last time you played Minesweeper? Hell, when was the last time you even thought about Minesweeper? If you just Google Minesweeper, you can play it right there in the browser on the front page of Google. Isn't that nuts? Go do it. Do it right now. Feel the nostalgia, Minesweeper.
1: I fucking love Minesweeper. I do, too. Ski Free was better, but Minesweeper is awesome.
2: Yeah, I be- ski Free
3: is a scam. You can't, you, can't, you can't run past that, dude.
2: I won that- my first game of Minesweeper in well over a decade, probably almost two decades, right before we started recording.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to, like, time myself. Like, I would put it on the hardest level, and I would, like, aim to get under two minutes to solve the whole thing. You can do that? I In used Google. to be able to
2: go do it. Do it now. Okay, fine. <laughs> We're not going to finish the episode. <laughs> uh,
0: today's episode is also brought to you by the NHL playoffs. They are going to happen and they are going to be won by the Boston Bruins who look really good this year.
4: Oh my
3: God. <laughs> Trevor, you just got to watch something else, man. <laughs> uh, This week's episode is also brought to you by GameStop, the destroyer of capitalism. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I had.
0: Yeah. Oh, today's episode is also brought to you by Litecoin. Go buy Litecoin because it (laughs) gives us more money. We're officially invested in crypto as a podcast. Uh, We are currently up over 75 cents. So we have have made the most money.
1: All the money. Every money that has ever been made. It's on Connor. Oh, is it really? (laughs) Yeah. I'm sorry, I was playing Minesweeper. (laughs) Uh, Well, thank you so much for listening. Uh, If you enjoyed what you heard uh, today, please listen to more episodes. But also, give us a like, a follow, uh, give us a rating. You can find us on all the social media platforms as well as all of the podcast platforms. So, Apple, Spotify, Twitter, uh, 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 Tumblr doesn't exist anymore. Uh, LinkedIn no Uh, uh, my DJ no anyway the regular ones the regular ones you know Um, yeah but give us a listen and a follow a subscription we really appreciate it
0: yeah and reach out to us we love hearing from our listeners you can reach out to us on social media by email and now for some reason by phone we have our own phone number (laughs) it is 406 games 24 that's 406 426 3724 Call us, leave us a message, and you might even make it on air.
1: Wouldn't that be something?
3: Wouldn't that be something? Our first phone call. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Sorry. I, re- I really think that'd be something that I didn't mean for that to sound super sarcastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it comes in, and we're just immediately
2: like, it's got to be spam, right? Yeah. Straight to the voicemail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't want to
3: hear anyone telling us about our car warranty. Yeah. Um,
0: Apparently, the IRS is mad about the Never Games' tax filing. We've got to <laughs> give them all of our socials.
3: So <laughs> we got to give them the 15 cents we've earned in, in crypto. Yeah. Um, we also have a Patreon. Um, it's patreon.com slash thenevergames. Uh, we know it's kind of a weird, hectic time for any, anyone, so we're not uh, forcing you to give anything. If you can't give, that's fine. Um, but if you like us and you are able to, please, we would love your support. You can donate as little as $1 a month. Uh, and with that, you can get a, a bunch of bonus content, uh, millions of prizes, and a t- ton of other cool shit. Um, <laughs> that's all with patreon.com
2: slash thenevergames.
0: Millions of <laughs> prizes. Millions, millions of shit. Millions, Literal millions.
2: You can also head on over to our website, thenevergames.com. You can do all sorts of fun stuff over there. Listen to all of our episodes, comment on those episodes, engage with other fans, check out our scoreboard and stats, and find all of the music from today's and every other episode, which was produced by Good it which is Noel on the drums and Trevor on the everything else.
3: Thanks for joining us for our premiere episode of the second season of the Never Games.
2: My name has been and will always be Noel McGinnis.
0: I am Trevor Kelly, at least for now.
2: My name is Tom O'Brien, as far as you know. I'm Connor Provost. Good night, sweethearts.
3: And this has been the Never Games Do We Play Games. All Never games. This has been Stickerbox Studios.
2: we going to restart this meeting.
1: advice is to is to fuck it is to fuck the mind player and then you'll get over your fear because you have dominated it (laughs)